Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to Trendy, where we like to explore the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And Brett, you are the height of a casual capper right now after a massive struggle fest this week. Uh, By my tally, uh, I am now beating you 14.8 after I ran Wednesday slate. So if you guys chose that time to start fading me, you picked the wrong day to stop huffing glue because I am now killing it and specifically i'm killing you brad i'm sorry i'm gonna get my bragging on the way up top because this is an epic beat down i mean i'm over here i'm going to be cutting holes in a paper bag and the next time if there is a next time like if i don't know if like i get eliminated from like future trendies given my performance this week but if i come back on there will be a paper bag on my head with just two aisles cut out, you know, because this is a, clearly a podcast as a visual medium, but I do not want to show my face right now. I literally was sitting there watching that Saints Jacksonville game. Be like, come on, I love it. Just he needs five more yards. <laughs> like he needs five more yards. Don't make me go over. Don't make me go over. Don't make the only bet I hit one of Toby's bets. And yeah. it turns out the only bet I hit was one of Toby's bets. That, that, that is at least slightly emasculating, right? Like you oh, it's horrible. All these it's bets, a the horrible, only, horrible feeling. You almost would rather lose that bet and take the pure over than have the only one you hit be somebody else's choice. The, the real question was, is like, how much money would I have rather lost on a bet to just <laughs> not have that feeling, right? Like I would rather have put like, $300 on the Olave over for the yards and just lost rather than be like, oh my God, if I don't hit this, the only bet I hit is Toby's. I would have paid real dollars to not have that sinking feeling. Well, listeners, I'm going to pull back the curtain for just one second. Um, if you don't want to hear a little personal anecdote, please hit like the skip 30 seconds about four times right now. But I have been having a hell of a time uh, this week, this year, for quite some time. My family and I decided to relocate from Austin, Texas to Arlington, Virginia. It has been an 18-month saga that has driven me to the absolute brink. But today, my friends, the reason you hear this echo, the reason Brett has said that I'm using the Pordomo bet to pay my for my new house is after a massive, massive set of problems, I am talking to you from a giant empty room echoing off the wall in a house that I now own and that I will be moving my family in in the morning. So I appreciate everybody at the network. I appreciate everybody at Omaha. I appreciate you guys at home uh, sticking with me as I try to get through this week. But it is one hell of a story that if I can ever tell it, I will, but I am afraid that NDAs might prevent it. Uh, so thank you, Brett. Thank you, everybody. And just for one moment, one moment, like I've, I had this talk with Eddie. I've had this talk with some other people about embracing positivity. This is a huge moment of joy for your boy. And I am here to celebrate by beating the hell out of Brett for five more picks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gave yourself your own housewarming gift. Uh, and you told me your, your story about your two minute window 
in, <laughs> in a certain place where you put your bets together and you yeah. actually group together a bunch of your bets from your awesome Wednesday slate and run one bunch of real money by parlaying them and not just betting them separately. So your housewarming gift for me is paid for, buddy. It's yeah. this beat down and the fact that you won, you, you had your best day on Trendy. I'm a good luck charm. There you go. No, no alcohol, no poster or painting. That's all you're getting from me. It really is. Like I had two minutes the entire day to get my bets in. So I didn't have time to get them in individually. So I just said, screw it. I'm parlaying all of them, which is usually just the worst idea possible. But I managed to do it on the only day in this show's history where I got every single pick right. So your boy had a good day. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I would be scared to open that up, but my the only thought I would have would be I like I kind of want to take the extra points feed and be like, tell us the weirdest place where you snuck in bets. <laughs> and I bet you you'd feel a lot better about your two-minute window yeah. here and some of what our maybe our listeners done. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I do not want to hear that. Please do not at me. You can at Brett and then Brett can not. Don't, tell no, me don't have don't me. Want. Don't have Use the general extra points feed. Don't have me. I don't want to hear that either. I don't want to hear All that. Right. So uh, I've already given my gift to myself, but on Fridays, I like to give a gift to my guests. And Brett, you've been so generous with your uh, time and your patience with me this week that I wanted to revisit something you said on Monday. Like, obviously, you gave your background. You have this history of training Bam Adebayo and a bunch of other pre-draft players. Um, and you bet a lot more than just soccer, as we found out on Wednesday with your legendary Zozo open picks. Which I was um, watching but- before we taped tonight. Well, you're going to have to update me because after we hung up on uh, when we recorded, what was that, Tuesday night, I stayed on with you so you could watch me bet the Zozo Open. (laughs) And so now I actually have action on this and I have no time to watch it. So please give me an update later. Uh, But anyway, you know a lot about the NBA. You follow it closely. You've trained the actual athletes themselves. You have insights that most people don't have. The league is, of course, kicking off in just a few days' time. So I want to give you the chance to show off. You can't do it on on uh, the hardhead heater cred because there's not any action besides preseason. But I wanted you to come out, give us your favorite futures, and make the people some money. Well, I have turned talked myself into being an Oklahoma City stand. Um, so their over under win total on Caesars is forty four and a half. Uh, I love this team. I'm a big Jalen Williams fan. Uh, Josh Gaddey is great. Uh, Chet Holmgren. I mean, I don't know how you do your betting, Toby. We, you know, we got to turn this around on you one day. But when I go on Twitter or whatever Twitter is now, the hellhole that Elon's turned into, and I see Chet Holmgren blocking a Damian Lillard step back fadeaway <laughs> jumper, I don't know about you. I don't need any data. I'm good. I'm betting the over 44 and a half wins for the Thunder. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, they have a really good deep squad. Home run's going to piece together that front court for them. Um, uh, Kenrich Williams is one of my favorite kind of role guys in the NBA. Does a lot of really positive things. They're deep. They're talented. Um, I think I think they could finish as high as even fourth in the West at this point, uh, depending on how things shake out, especially with John Morant's situation i don't know if you read the big baxter home stories on that whole deal Mm -hmm. um but memphis to me has a chance to implode i think sacramento it could i wouldn't be shocked if they swung downward um although i'm a big keegan murray fan um but as far as like mvp stuff like i was going to ask you this 
is the only way. Well, I guess there's two ways that Jokic would lose the MVP voting this year. In, in my one's Werner fatigue, one's Werner fatigue, like right there. Like it's a narrative based yeah. award, and we saw Jordan lose it several times due to voter fatigue. We cannot pretend that this is like performance only. Right. And, and that was one of them. And then the other one would be just an injury, right? Like just a yeah. long-term injury that keeps them out. So I was looking at the MVP futures and then I stopped after about three or four minutes. And I was like, why, why am I doing this? He is the best basketball player on the planet. He is a literally like perfect offensive force. He has no weaknesses in his game on that end of the floor. I mean, you know, I'm watching highlights again. He's doing his Jokic thing where he catches a pass at the top of the key, uh, his right hand kind of behind his head, and then just whips a pass to like Aaron Gordon for a dunk. Um, yeah. So I couldn't even give you any like futures bets as far as MVPs go. Um, the Celtics, I think, were plus 350. And man, um, they look really good in the preseason. Uh, I, the only question I would have with them is, can Porzingis, can Drew Holiday stay healthy? Does Jalen Brown have another gear in him? Um, the Bucks are going to be interesting. I think they're going to be kind of a flip of previous years. We're under Budenholzer. They sort of um, played the long game. They're card counters at the blackjack table. They just basically <clears throat> played a style that allowed them to just, in the aggregate, take better shots from their opponent than their opponents throughout the season. Great way to win in the regular season. They've obviously, outside of their, their championship run, had a lot of pretty notable epic uh, playoff failures. But the Lillard trade with them, I think, is going to do the opposite. I think their depth and their style playing the regular season is going to cost them a bunch of wins. So they might not even finish in the top three. But I do think when you get Lillard and Giannis in those big crunch time, high leverage moments in the <clears throat> in the playoffs, that they're going to still be a championship contender. Although their odds weren't good enough for me to bet it at this point, but I think the play might be let the Bucks take some lumps in the regular season, let that championship odds for them go up or down or however you want to phrase it, where you get more money when you bet it, um, and then put your money on it then. Um, I think they're going to be a super fascinating team to watch. Um, you can't sell me on the Suns, though, Toby. If you're going to try... Don't try to sell me on the Suns. I'm not buying. Hey, you know, one of the wonderful things about gambling, Brett, there's such things as unders. So if you're not sold, take the other side. Oh, of it, yeah. Man. We could take the under the Suns wins. <clears throat> the only thing about the Suns that I'm not totally sure about is Nurkic has had a bunch of injury problems throughout his career, but he's sort of remained relatively healthy since then. Um, if he stays healthy, I don't know if they're under total, uh, which I think is, let me pull it up real quick. Sorry. Uh, but I, uh, but I believe it's in the fifties here. I definitely wouldn't want to mess with that if he stays healthy, because with that group, with that starting unit intact, they are going to be really good in the regular season. They are just going to punch people in the mouth offensively. I don't, don't have a lot of faith in that group being able to share the ball when it matters most in the playoffs, um, which you can't really short there under in the playoffs. But I would I would say that injuries are going to be the thing. Um, the optimism bias is real. We always tend to overvalue teams having good fortune throughout the year. And Toby Mergler has a famous, famous saying. Toby, do you want to say it? Overs make, Overs make friends. Unders make unders money. Make money. Um, and I do think that as you're going through the playoff win totals, look at the teams that have those sketchy injury track records and remember that bad things tend to happen more than we give them credit for when we make these kind of bets. Yeah, so uh, I, I kind of 
you know, already uh, complained with the world's smallest violin about not being able to do full research in the last couple of days. And so I'm not ready to have like this great of a conversation with you. But something I have thought a lot about in the vein of what you're talking about around injuries is the rookie of the year race. So uh, Lemon Yama comes in with all the hype. Chet Holmgren has picked up a lot of a lot of buzz um, as an alternative to him, but they share the same characteristics, which is a massive linky frame without not a lot of weight attached to it. And there's a massive history of injuries for such body types. And so is this kind of like, you know, covering glory, we do talk about how somebody like Holland uh, changes the goal scoring odds so dramatically just by being in it that if he ever got hurt, anybody you bet below behind him, you're getting like two to three X, which you should have just because he dragged the number down. Is this what we're going to see for Scoot Henderson? Like yeah, Scoot uh, Henderson, Scoot Henderson, is he the best bet on the board? Because not only is he going to be so ball dominant and they turn the team over with Lillard gone, but the two guys that are ahead of him, you know, if they miss 30 games and he's averaging 20, 21, doesn't he have to win the award? Yeah, and that's the one where I wonder, and just to backtrack for one quick second, the over-under for the Suns is 51 and a half if you want to go under that. Um, but as far as this one goes, I don't know. The thing I would have to say is that there is a chance that if Holmgren still misses 30 games, but OKC makes the playoffs, it's going to still swing in his favor. Cause I don't see Scoot Henderson. I see Scoot Henderson being the type of guy that's going to step into the Lillard role. You know, he's got Anthony Simons as his backcourt mate. Simons is, is one of the. Probably the one of the best off-ball shooters. I don't want to say he is the best, obviously, with some of the people in the league. Um, but one of the probably top five, seven off-ball shooters in basketball. So he's going to have assists at his disposal. He's going to have spacing at his disposal. He's going to have all these possessions that Damian Lillard shoot up as his disposal. But I don't think Portland's going anywhere. And I wonder if that matters that much in a rookie of the year race. And I can't tell you that I've thought about this too deeply before, but I do think that that is one factor that would work against him is that I mean, maybe, Holmgren like, could play 50 games and OKC could make the playoffs and Scoot Henderson could play 80 and Portland could win 25 games. And I still think the award goes to Holmgren. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Michael Carter-Williams won in the middle of the process for the horrible That's situation. true. Very uh, true. So it's not like there's not precedent for this. And like, I also wonder if there's a bit of anchoring that's going to happen, like with the you know discussion around game limits for individual awards. And so a lot of that was floated at like the 60, 65 game level. If you don't hit that, then you don't deserve to be eligible. And I, I, I just know there's like human tendencies that once that starts to get discussed, it's going to creep its way into the decision-making of people. Even if it doesn't get passed, it starts to become an unofficial standard that will be applied by some voters. So if you have a Wemby or you have a Holmgren that do miss 30 games, there's going to be a subsection of people who will be like, well, this is exactly why they need to pass the rule. And I'm going to make my vote uh, in favor of that just to start driving change forward through the system. All right. So I know you're tired but you're clearly on a heater. You know, I'm using trendy terms here. You're on a heater from, you know, your indisposed location where you made your bets from here. Uh, if you had to pick, Wemby is minus 120. Chet is plus 260 on Caesars. Scoot is only plus 275. Where would mm. you say, as the now clearly the expert between the two of us, where are you putting your money, Toby, so people can tail or fail that bet? Well, it would be really dumb after I just gave that a whole speech and then I'm like, oh, it's Chet. I mean, yeah. like, no, I, I, 
I wish Skeet was, you know, in the plus 300s. I wish he was benefiting. A yeah, little I bit thought more he would from, be higher, but that's. I, I wish he was benefiting a little bit more from that Wemby gravity. But uh, at the same time, like if Wemby didn't exist or, you know, came into the league next year, I think Skeet would be like, you know, plus 110, plus 120, just based on not only his talent, but also like the role he's going to have in that offense and the numbers that he's going to generate. So I would definitely still play Scoot. And uh, I would do so before the season started because if one of those go- guys goes down in the first 15 yeah, those games, odds are gonna, good, is going to plummet. Yep, exactly. Uh, cool. All right. So that was a little bit of NBA Futures Talk. That was fun. Hope you enjoyed it at home. Um, no, you did, Brett, because I know you love to talk hoops, and we're going to have you back to do it once the season starts. You but bet. we st- – we still have a game to play. We got hardhead heater cred. So let's give Caesars a little bit of love and then let's come back to continue this SmackDown that I'm delivering on my friend here. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1 800 522 4700. Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Iowa, call 1 800 bets off. Louisiana, call 1 877 770 stop. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1 800 327 5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1 800 270 7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net, New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Okay, we are back. And for the first time in what feels like forever, I have honors with the lead. So I'm going to lead us off in the heart category with Steelers Rams under 44 minus 110. Uh, The Steelers seemingly go under every single week, and the two best players in this game are on defense and Aaron Donald and TJ Watt. Really hope Watt uh, overcomes his heel injury to suit up on Sunday because he's truly a joy to watch. We also don't know who the Rams are going to play at running back, meaning they will need to crank up 27 points or so for me to lose this bet in a one-dimensional offense as I have a hard time believing that Kenny Pickett is cracking 20. So you put it all together. This looks like one of the better bets on the Sunday slate in the limited time I had to pour over it. Yeah, uh, I wanted to tail this, Toby, um, because Cooper Cup is back. 
but I am a little worried about that Steelers pass rush over the off sacked Matthew Stafford. Um, maybe not being quite as dominant as they have been because cups back and he can get it out on all those, you know, I mean, we've seen it all before, like that cup Stafford connection is wild. The no look passes, all the different routes in the route tree that it can run. I mean, 44 is still a lot, you know, with the, what you said, a one, one dimensional thing, but like with cup back in the fold. Man, I wanted fail to me then. fail me. I dare I, you. I can't, fail no, me. I, it's not that it's that. I, it's it's it took me from wanting to tail it to just being apathetic about it. Um, yeah. I couldn't go against Cooper Cup. I just think that connection is a little too strong. I wanted to to, uh, to tail it, but I just couldn't quite get there. All right. So what are you going with? Well, this is a hard pick, and so I'm trying to to leave numbers out of it. The only thing that I, I'm going to say is that somewhere Adam Levitan from Establish the Run had mentioned that Josh Jacobs' usage was about the same it was last year. Clearly, the efficiency haven't been there. But I looked at Bears, Bears Raiders, Toby, right? And on one hand, we're going to see Brian Hoyer starting for the Raiders. And we're going to see Tyson Badgett, D2 superstar, starting for the Chicago Bears, who did not look very good in his cameo coming in for Justin Fields last week. Josh Jacobs' rushing yards are only 73 and a half um, at minus 117. So my heart says the Bears are bad. They're playing this D2 quarterback. The Raiders are going to run the ball a ton because they're playing their backup quarterback. How does Josh Jacobs not get over 73.5 yards? That's just my gut tells me like that has to be the pick here. So I'm not doing spreadsheets. I'm just saying this has to be the thing that happens. I don't understand another like what other story can you tell yourself here? Uh, the same story you told yourself about Austin Eckler. We saw how that turned out earlier <laughs> yes, in the week. So I am true. also staying clear of this one. Uh, and we need to get into spreadsheets before I will find you credible. So <laughs> on the head category, uh, again, uh, without a lot of time, you just fall back on your instincts. And we, everybody who listens to this knows where my instincts are. I get another wonderful opportunity. And we're taking this on Thursday night after the Thursday night game. Uh, which means the odds are not posted. I am betting this blind. And it is, of course, Perdomo. Under .5. (laughs) Under .5 hits. This time I'm going to combine it with Trey Turner over .5 hits. We don't know the number. We'll add it for the graphic once they post it in the morning. But I have to continue to take advantage of Perdomo while I can and take advantage of the auto tail that comes with it every time I say it. I love it. I love it. It's so Pavlovian. Um, His number has been sitting right around 150, which I find unbelievable. Like as I continue to cash this night after night after night, if they want to keep posting it, I'm going to keep taking it. Um, but to really go after it this time, I am going to add Trey, who continues to still work under the bright playoff lights. Turner has a hit in every single postseason game so far this year. And it's not like it's a fluke, given that he racked up hits in 40 of his last 50 regular season games. So this is just something he does every day, puts on the uniform, he steps into the batter's box four times. And one of those times he takes first base uh, after knocking the ball into the outfield. So his number usually sits between minus 250 and minus 300. It means that once odds are posted, I think this will be somewhere between plus 120 and plus 130, but it does not matter. I am happy to take this one blind. And I'm happy to tail it blind. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. What do you got? All right. So next up for my head pick, we're back to the spreadsheets going over to Sumar Sports. Uh, pass rate above expectation. Number one. Kansas City Chiefs, number four, Los Angeles Chargers. 
we are going to see that ball being thrown around a lot. And if it's going to be thrown around a lot in that game and the Chargers pass defense is its weak link, I'm going Travis Kels. I mean, come on, Kelsey. You got to I don't care. Don't be too busy with Taylor. You know, let her do her thing. Don't push security guards or whatever weird thing I saw on Twitter about that. He's minus 119 for over 72 and a half yards. Uh, uh, they've they've made a big deal about that uh, Darwin Lewis matchup with him, but he had 51 yards in the first game against the Chargers last year, but he uh, he also had 100, uh, 115 in game two. So between the two games, he clearly has shown the capacity to beat this number. This ball is going to be whipped around the park all game long, and Kelsey seems to be the only logical option on the Chiefs unless they they let Sidney Rice go a little bit I I don't I mean Sky Moore's not doing it for me uh you know Valdez Scantling I think has like maybe one or two targets a game I think Justin Watson's hurt so like if he's going to throw the ball it's going to go to Kelsey I would believe so this is the one that I believe he has a huge target share already showing that he can rack up big yardage numbers against the Chargers defense so yeah I I'm all aboard this pick here with my head pick yeah, I, I believe I'm going to tail this one. I mean, I love the matchup here. It's like, you know, the two young guns, you like get to go at each other. And I think it does bring the best out of Mahomes competitively because sometimes it does look like he can switch into cruise control a little bit, uh, being so dominant and having so many rings and, you know, such preternatural talent. Uh, so when he goes against another one of the best quarterbacks, I think we see the best of him and he doesn't have a lot of other options. So if he's going to get 250, 300 plus in this game, I agree. It'd be difficult for him to get those numbers without 72, 73, whatever your number was going to Kelsey. So like this yeah. one. Yeah. Well, but now that you've tailed it and during my week, Darwin James is going to completely lock him down and have the game of his life. So we have guaranteed sure. that Chiefs are going to get like shut out for the first time in however long. I'm also beating you by 10 units, so any bet that I tail just neutralizes you. So there's some games in the ship here as well. Uh, on the heater side, my heater's done, and the Astros did it for me. They hit two out of three at uh, plus 165 and plus 170. So I banked 5.4 units against three wrists, which is tidy business. It's the whole point of the heater, bet the portfolio and let it uh, play itself out. I will be continuing to place this bet in real life. Because I just like the Astros uh, every single time they get out there. If they're going to be plus 170 to win by two, then take my money. Uh, But, Brett, we've been waiting all week for all three of your heaters. Because on Monday, you previewed you were going to go with three overs in the Premier League. And now we finally get to hear what they are. Well, in a way, Toby, what you've sort of said is we've been waiting all week for you to give out a Wolves Bournemouth bet. Because that's what I'm doing. Right now, oh buddy. <laughs> um, but no, the, the we I, earlier in the week, you know, I kind of went over that scoring's been up in the Premier League uh, this this season. No real specific explanation. Obviously, a lot of theories can be thrown out as to why it's kind of crept up a little bit. Uh, but this week, as I mentioned, the overs to me looked especially enticing because of the matchups. Um, and one of those matchups, I'll, we'll get the boring one out of the way first, is Wolves Bournemouth. Wolves in the Premier League give have pretty much been known to have a, a pretty limited attack. Uh, but Bournemouth is the, one of the biggest question mark defenses uh, in that league. And Tyler Adams, who is a U.S. Madden's national team guy that we actually didn't get to in Clubbert and Glory that we recorded last night, is unfortunately out <clears throat> uh, for the next six months. He had another hamstring surgery. Really sad news for U.S. men's national team fans. Really good news 
for people that want to bet the over of this match of two and a half goals at minus 125. Uh, the next one is the over of two and a half goals in Aston Villa and West Ham at minus 170. Juice isn't great, uh, but if you are a soccer person uh, or if you're not a soccer person, the best way I could describe West Ham is uh, they basically are like a football team that allows you to just spend the entire game in the red zone, but somehow you don't walk away with points. Uh, they allow the opponents to have a ton of touches in their own penalty box, a ton of touches in their own attacking third. Villa is not an offensive juggernaut, but I think the fact that uh, West Ham hasn't conceded as many goals as they should be, given how much the ball is in their territory is about to change. So juice isn't great, but I would still take that over. The final one is the Liverpool Derby. That's over three and a half goals at plus 105. Uh, we talked about this on Covered in Glory. If you want a bigger breakdown of this, go listen to that. But the bottom line is Liverpool, one of the best attacking uh, teams in the league. They play kind of a helter-skelter style. Uh, Everton has been struggling as of late, but they have sort of crept up sneakily in their attack. Uh, it is a derby game, which means it could get wild and chaotic. As long as there's no red cards, it should be a pretty good bet. Nobody wants a longer recap. The people that skipped my personal story at the beginning of the podcast now <laughs> rewound to listen to that. Just rather, rather yeah. than go through like five minutes of Bournemouth bets. Um, but it's after, like two minutes of a Bournemouth <laughs> bet of the five. After uh, your Zozo Open crap the other day, I did reserve my tail or fail as a punitive measure because you gave me nothing to Nashville <laughs> on Wednesday. Uh, I'm going to use it here and I'm going to follow that um, Villa West Ham one. The, even though it is minus 170, the juice isn't great, but Aston Villa has been generating a ton of offense this year, and West Ham has been better than expected in that end of the pitch as well. Uh, so of the three you gave out, that's the one I like the most. Four is just a little too rich for my blood in the Merseyside Derby, even with Everton looking a little bit more frisky. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and do our last best for the week, Brett. And you know what? I'm now, I'm feeling so good after today. I'm feeling so uh, happy, and even though I am destroying you, I'm going to let you go first on the credibility category. I feel like this is a trap. Is this a trap? Am I, are you going to like take Start away my pick? To find out. <laughs> are you going to take away my pick somehow? Um, <laughs> no, for my credibility pick, uh, I I am pretty sure that last week was the last week that we're going to see of the frisky Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I'm just not a believer that that team was, it was able to hang. It can continue to hang in games the way that they have been. Um, and we saw that in the second half, uh, the Rams with Williams ran through them, uh, like almost like their defense wasn't there. Um, and now they're playing a running back that has already has 25 total attempts in the red zone and Kenneth Walker. Um, I think they're going to get the Seahawks are going to obviously be able to get to the red zone as Arizona is one of the top three teams that allow opponents there. He is only minus 140 for a touchdown. And mm -hmm. so to put that in perspective in the red zone, Geno Smith has 30 passing attempts in the red zone and Walker himself has 25 rushing attempts. So it's almost an even split between handing the ball off to him or passing it in the red zone and at only minus 140 against a team that allows a ton of trips there, that seems a little too good to be true, which probably is because I'll lose it again and officially have no credibility. The the only reason I'm not going to bet that with IRL is that you just gave it out on the show. Like, so that's going to let you know what kind of run you're on right now. Like, I, that's, that's the only reason I'm staying away. 
Oh I, my god, that hurts. Even if I'm even if I'm wrong, even if like it costs me money, that is how much I feel you were jinxed right now. So that is a stay away. That is uh, a, I'll even look at the other side. I definitely feel like I'm just like a leper you're keeping in the corner right now. This is this is so there you go. That, that my, was soul, trap. my soul is hurting after hearing that comment. I was just waiting to say that the entire time. I right. no wonder why you let me go first. <laughs> uh, all right, for credibility for my two units, um, you know, being up so much, I didn't have to push this too hard, and I didn't. <laughs> Tony, so, you up a lot this week. I, I really haven't been able to tell throughout this entire show. <laughs> after I got after Eddie destroyed me last week, I, I have to take a lap from time to time here. Uh, so I am going with Bills Chiefs money line parlay, which is minus 133 at Caesars. And Brett, my only question for you is who blows this? All I need is two <laughs> legit Super Bowl contenders to beat Matt Jones and the tanking Patriots who are too busy arguing about whether their legendary coach needs to retire to be competitive this season. And Brandon Staley, who concedes a solid six points a game through his decision-making, doubling the traditional home field advantage. So I know Martin Weiss once made me feel like the squarest man in America for playing obvious money line parlays, but this looks like a true gift to me. Which one should I be actually worried about in this bet? I think I think the one would be the Bills. The the defense with Milano's injury um has seemed to kind of cost them a little bit. I mean, Tyrod Taylor stepped in against an awful Giants team. And other than what well, it was two times they made it to the one yard line, obviously the the huge miscue at the end of the first half. Um, but the Giants almost could have could have and should have been in the mid-20s against him uh with their backup quarterback. Now Taylor is no slouch of a backup, but like that's a little worrisome that they had that type of performance after losing a really uh, key piece. But hey, go go ask ten Patriots fans who they'd rather have right now: Tyrod Taylor or Mac Jones. Uh, I think it would be Tyrod Taylor. They, yeah, I think well, they would say Bailey Zapp. I think they might even say Tyson Badgen. I'm not even if, sure. <laughs> if, if you ask ten Patriots fans that question, nine would say Tyrod Taylor, and the ten would curse you out for even asking. <laughs> All right. So here here's my question to you: if if you're if you take over for Belichick, because you're on a, you're clearly on a run right now. That might be that's that might be in play. You might get that phone call. I will do that if Belichick will agree to host this programming, because that would be hilarious. <laughs> yes, I would love to see Bill Belichick give out a real freaky Friday. Going. All right, go ahead, finish your question. Uh, but how how is Bailey Zap not taking that job? I'm just curious. Like it just feels like at this point, what it, what are we waiting for with Mac Jones? Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, Bailey Zappi must be truly awful for Mac Jones to continue to be yeah, started. Like, because that, that is that's the key to this, right? Like, it's easy to say, okay, the alternative has to be better than this, but they're watching the alternative in practice four days a week, and they still keep tro- uh, rolling out like Mac Jones. And so, like, I don't know if Bailey Zappi is any better or not, but everybody on that staff apparently thinks that this is the best they can do, which is why I feel great, great about this money line bet. Yeah. I mean, it, it, but the only thing that's kind of ruining me is we've mentioned this is uh, in our covered in glory is we've seen managers in soccer inexplicably not play players and they blow it up the next year. So I don't know if that's something on, but I guess the fact that that Cunningham kid has come in and run wildcat for him might also be another nail in the, in the zappy coffin. So we'll, we'll have to see how that one plays out. I hope Caleb Williams is looking at new England real estate right now. Like, cause that's happening. Yeah. I mean, that would be interesting as well. 
Toby, Toby throwing out all these. That's a that's a good you and Dave Damshack question or uh, conversation right there. Oh, that'd be our first one. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and take a break here. Come back with Second Guest Express, and let me sign off so I can finally go to bed. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. All right, Brett. Uh, second guess express. I'm just going to go real quick here because I only looked at five bets and so they all had to slide in somewhere. Uh, Saquon Barkley, longest reception under 10.5 minus 106. You don't have to dig too deep to see that Barkley does not have an 11 yard catch all season. Plus the commanders have only been yielding 23 yards a game in the air to opposing backs. So you put it together. It feels like better than a coin flip, which is essentially what you're getting at minus 106 that he doesn't get half the total the commanders allow in a single play. Unless there is garbage time, of course, in which case I will be too busy singing Hail to the Redskins to notice my loss. <laughs> well, uh, for me, it, well, I, I should say that pretty much every pick at this point in time, I'm second guessing for obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, so you really could have just been like, bro, what's a bet that you're thinking of? And I would immediately second guess it. Um, and so, but the, the one that I just put here was the Seahawks at minus eight at minus minus one ten. Um, I just, like I said, I think the Cardinals are kind of done being the frisky plucky team. That's going to hang with stuff. I think this is start starting the run of, of games where they're about to get smashed. And I think the Seahawks will cover that eight relatively easily, but again, you could put 30 bets here. I would have second guessed them all. 
Yeah. Joke's on you, Toby. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, this has been a really fun week, Brent. Obviously, we get together every single week on Covered in Glory, which we did again this time, uh, not only covering the Premier League, but also taking a trip to Italy to talk about AC Milan and Juventus. Please go check that out. And now I've taken your plug, so I'm just going to keep going. I'm uh, really excited to hear. You, you deserve it. You deserve to do that. I don't deserve to talk anymore. Really excited to hear the 15-minute pregame show tomorrow, as always, and check it out on YouTube. It's uh, something we're super proud of. I was just kidding about not having a good conversation with Dave. I've never had a bad conversation with him. I'm not sure he's had a bad conversation with anybody. Uh, so make sure that you listen to Minus 3 with Hench as well. Um, uh, if you're dealing with injuries, there is so much on waiver wire this week to get you through the six teams taking buys and also how to deal with all the players uh, getting hurt all over the league. And there was a great episode of Lemon Pepper Parlay this week as well. Uh, you don't need to go back and listen to the previous episodes of Trinity because I'm guessing you already did. And thank you for that. Do check out Extra Points with Dave and Sarah Tiana and Martin Weiss was the guest there this week. Uh, you talked about... Um, uh, Jokers earlier, the Joker, they did a great bit about who has the worst body versus being the best player in their sport in sports history. And he, I think Sarah ranked him number one, but there were other contenders. Uh, so Brett, <laughs> I, I just took all of uh, I just took all of that time to plug the network. I will give you just 30 seconds here at the end. Anything you want to tell everybody uh, before you take your break? For all you U.S. Uh, men's national teams fan, there's about a 10-minute conversation on our best of episode which toby did not get to uh so if you have been excited about the u.s men's national team after the last international break or you are a true american or however you want to put it um go ahead and listen to that it's on our best of our best of is put together by me and eddie uh every week it is a good little uh synopsis of everything that goes on with extra points during the week so be sure to check that out as well all right. Well, after an over-the-year saga, I am thrilled to finally be able to settle in. And Saturday is going to be one of the most glorious days possible uh, after my move is completed tomorrow, plus the incredible sports action this weekend. You got Chelsea Arsenal. You got all the college games. You, of course, have the NFL slate. You got NHL. You have the MLB playoffs. And you have NBA coming out next week. Life is too short to bet the Zozo Open, but I did that anyway. Uh, you got the there anyways. I was going <laughs> to cough and interrupt with the Zozo, but you knew what yeah, you got there. Darn it. Oh, my God. You're – you're uh, – <sighs> It's like you showed up at a Christmas party and everybody is like, you know, enjoying themselves and in the holiday spirit. And all you wanted to have was Arbor Day conversations. You just wanted to talk about that when Arbor everybody Day. else is enjoying what they want to enjoy. Arbor Day is an underrated holiday. So I will start going to Christmas parties. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I'm cutting them off before we do 20 minutes on freaking Arbor Day. Enjoy your weekend. Come back next week where Mark Gunnels will be in the hot seat taking me on. Take care, everyone.